WZYX Radio, Cowan, Tennessee. It's time for Dr. Brad Shapiro from Ultimate Health Chiropractic. And Brad, if you would, our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. Yes, sir. Standard disclaimer. Please understand that we're not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice, whether it's chiropractor like myself, physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Then I want to mention our sponsors. First, we have Abundant Life Assembly of God Church uh, right here in Cowan, Tennessee. That's actually the church that myself, my wife, and our, and our uh, son attend. Great group of people. Uh, pastor Josh Conrad is the senior pastor. Him and his wife, Lindsay, just make a great team. Um, but really, the, the last several services have just been awesome, and it's definitely a, a great place to grow mm-hmm. if you want to grow in your relationship with the Lord. Uh, second sponsor is Unstoppable Church, headed by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Another great group of people. They do kind of a rock and roll worship service, and then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church out of Oklahoma. But they kind of describe themselves as the church that's for people that are not church people. So if you're looking for something different or if you haven't been to church in a while, definitely recommend you check them out as well. Mm-hmm. You can reach them at area code 931-649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909. I want to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, when people think of chiropractic, they think basically of a uh, chiropractic adjustment, which, yes. is all, which is all well and good. But what you uh, folks do over at Ultimate Health Chiropractic is so much more. You take that 360-degree approach. Take us back in the time machine way, way back when you first started your practice, when you are first getting involved with chiropractic. What got you from what is known as just uh, regular chiropractic or whatever, and what your chiropractic practice is, holistic health. Yeah, there's you know there's so many factors that tie into that. Um, one of the biggies is the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. You know, I was raised around um, uh, natural medicine and nutrition, and you know I've told the listeners before my story of when I would come downstairs at say like five six years old, my dad would have all my vitamins and protein shakes and everything laid out for me. Um, then of course I played soccer. I played uh, soccer at a very competitive level, and then um, so that fed into having like personal trainers and exercise and that kind of stuff. So I was already into health and fitness and some of those things. Um, but also we were never raised to be like anti medicine or anything. Um, so we, I was raised and I, I feel like a very balanced perspective type of environment mm-hmm. where we were open to anything that, uh, that seemed to be effective and seemed to work. And so, you know, as I got older, one of, we had a family friend that, uh, was a chiropractor. I learned more about it. It seemed to really fit into a lot of the things I was into with health and fitness and natural medicine and I could be a business owner. And so very intrigued. Um, but as I learned more about chiropractic and just its capability, number one, I was really surprised how many chiropractors really didn't kind of pursue the full extent of what chiropractic had to offer. Mm-hmm. There's literally hundreds of techniques within chiropractic. There's nutritional techniques. There's um, different styles of adjustments. There's mental emotional techniques where you can reboot the brain around emotions, kind of like rebooting a computer around a virus. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these different things, light touch, high force, um, everything in between. And so a lot of what's driven me to kind of expand the clinic from just, I guess, more traditional basic chiropractic to the point where, 
you know, now we offer nutrition and lasers and, of course, chiropractic and all kinds of therapies and mental emotional techniques. And we do all kinds of techniques like functional neurology and uh, functional medicine and, and different things. But a lot of the driving force with that stuff, honestly, is is I'm a very ambitious person. So every time I would run into a situation with a patient where I wasn't sure what to do, I'd reach out to mentors. I'd reach out to, to people that knew more than I did. I would study up on my own, and then oftentimes it led to different techniques. Because did, what, did, did you not say one time that your father, I believe, told you to go to the experts? Authorities on the subject, and that has served me so, so, so well in my life. Um, you know, we were just talking about, you know, I up until Saturday, I've always driven a, a 2002 Toyota Avalon. Um, with this car has 361,000 miles on it, mm-hmm. um, still runs great. I'm definitely a run it into the ground kind of guy, but it, it was getting to the point where I just really needed to go ahead and get a new vehicle. And so I've got a good buddy that at one point he was the top regional salesman for, for Toyota in New York. And so guess who that I, helps. yeah, that helps. <laughs> so guess who I call? when I decide that I want to start looking for a new vehicle because I wanted to stick with Toyota. Well, who's going to be more of an authority on the subject than a guy that was the top regional salesman for Toyota in in the entire state of New York? Wow. Um, and so he led me to uh, this guy in Georgia. I found a Toyota Tundra in Georgia. It was a three-hour drive one way, so this was six hours in the car, not to mention... You already vested in it. (laughs) Yeah, not to mention test driving and paperwork and all that stuff. But I got a fantastic deal on a fantastic vehicle, and so much of it started with me looking for the authority on the subject. Mm -hmm. I didn't try to talk to my Uncle Bob that, you know, uh, knows this or that or... um, my best friend Billy, that seems to be an expert on finances, mm-hmm. but yet he always has a hard time mm-hmm. uh, paying off his bills. I mean, and I don't mean any of this stuff derogatory, mm-hmm. but just it's such an important thing to learn to recognize the authorities on the subject, and that again, that's led into this this process that I've gone through with healthcare. Every time I would run into a a situation that I wasn't sure how to handle with a patient, I would think, who do I know that deals with these types of cases? Or who do I know that would know somebody that deals with these types of cases? And then eventually I would get in front of that authority on the subject. A great example is I had a patient that had a birthmark on the back of her eye. So that like the internal part of her eye, she had a birthmark. Hmm. Um, And they were talking about doing all these uh, really intense surgeries where they were going to pull the eye out and put a radiation patch on it and do all these things. And, she just wasn't sure what to do. Um, she had gone to her eye doctor, and, and these were the recommendations. She came to me, and she said, is there anything you can do? And, of course, that's not obviously not a typical mm-hmm. case for, for chiropractic. So I told her, I said, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do, but I can kind of dig around and ask some of my mentors and see what they suggest. So I reached out to one of my mentors in Nashville. And this guy, he has people flying from all over the world to be treated by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he deals with every type of obscure case you can imagine. And when I called him, he mentioned some acupuncture points that were around like the temples and some of those areas that feed into to the neurology of the eyes, that kind of feed into the eyes indirectly. And he mentioned, well, maybe you could use a laser to kind of get into that pathway and impact that somehow. 
Um, but he said, honestly, I'm not sure. I've never heard of this. Hmm. Um, so he said, why don't you contact the company that makes the lasers that we use and wow. talk to one of their reps? That is so cool. So I contacted the guy that actually wrote the, the protocol manual for these Erconia lasers. Um, he has, you know, diplomates and doctorates and every kind of letter behind his name. Um, it took me about three weeks of exchanges with emails and uh, trying to catch each other on the phone. He's obviously a very busy person, mm-hmm. but I finally got him on the phone, and he basically said, you know, you can't make any guarantees. You can't say you're treating cancer or anything like this, but this may be something to try, and he gave me a protocol to use, and he said, you know, worst-case scenario, it won't do anything. Best-case scenario, maybe, maybe it'll make, really make a difference. Mm-hmm. So we applied the protocol that this authority on the subject, the guy that wrote the, the protocol manual for the lasers, we applied this protocol that he suggested to this patient, and she went back to her eye doctor maybe three months later, and they were shocked uh, at the level of improvement mm-hmm. with this birthmark behind her eye. How that make uh, you feel? It's just it's neat to to see uh, you know her be able to to go through a process of healing that's so much less uh, invasive than mm-hmm. what they were originally recommending, and that's something that that's where a lot of my pursuit of of different angles or different approaches to healthcare oftentimes that's where that stems from because a lot of times, at least in my opinion, a lot of the approaches in healthcare are like trying to swat at a, a fly with an Uzi. Mm-hmm. It's just so aggressive. And if we can find a less risky, less less abrasive, less invasive option for a patient, it's so much better. Um, one that, of my, that's always one thing that I think has always uh, stood out about you and your practice is you don't mind doing the detective work to see exactly what it is. You've said time and time again, any five people can come in with the exact same symptom, and when you do the detective work, you're going to find it came from five completely different co- uh, causes. Yeah, and, and we really try to go the distance with patients. I mean, mm-hmm. I, this was not at all my motivation or on my radar, but you have to understand that whole process that I'm going through of being a detective and that story I just told you of mm-hmm. finally making my way to the the guy that wrote the protocol for the for the different laser treatments, um, you know, I'm not getting paid for any of that time. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is hours and hours and hours of uh, research that I'm trying to, to do to help this patient. Um, but that's a, that, you know, I call that stuff the heartbeat of what we do. Mm-hmm. There's a heartbeat to what we do where we really we have to put patients first. We have to put serving them as a as a top priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it is just it's so neat to see their response, and uh, so neat to see just uh, a patient dodge a bullet like that where they're able to get results without going through such a, an intense treatment. Mm-hmm. And also there is another aspect to your practice. Your faith comes in to your practice uh, in, in a big, big way. You've always said that we are a triune being. We are body, mind, and spirit. See, I listened. Yes, yes, there we go. Uh, we are a triune be- being. We're mighty, uh, body, mind, and spirit. And you take a look at all three. I, you know, I, we really How can you not look at all three. I think you've got to. I think you've got to. And it's um, it's just neat to see the way that piece has evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we've started doing is in our adjusting rooms, we've turned the whiteboards in the the rooms where we adjust patients. We've turned those into prayer request boards, hmm. and so people. You know, I, I raced everything Friday evening when we finished, and so the, the boards are clean right now. 
but by the end of the week, they'll be full of all these different prayer requests. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some are coming from, uh, you know, followers of Christ. Others are not. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's welcome. This is never like a, you know, you have to believe a certain way. I'm, I'm very op- open and upfront with my beliefs, mm-hmm. but I don't expect other people or patients or everybody to believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the truth will speak for itself eventually, for there, sure. There you go. Um, but it's really neat to see the way it's building people's faith. And there's their spiritual health, if you will, to see their prayers, their prayer requests answered. Because we do a prayer group every Friday from 1245 to 145, mm-hmm. and we're in there hitting it. I mean, we are in there really uh, intensely praying for whatever's on the whiteboard, any mm-hmm. other prayer requests. Um, but, you know, very intentional about, you know, getting serious about, about prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things I love to point out with prayer is, the only thing the disciples ever asked Jesus to teach them how to do was they asked, they said, Master, how do we pray? Mm-hmm. They never asked him, how do we walk on water? How do we perform miraculous miracles? How do we juggle chainsaws? I mean, they never asked. The only thing they ever asked, at least that's recorded in the mm-hmm. Bible, right. is Master, how do we pray? Mm-hmm. And so I'm a big believer that prayer is so, so, so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, it's it's a lot of times kind of put on the back burner as, ah, that's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. or you know, bless this food that nourishes my bodies in Jesus' name, amen, you know, versus really uh, understand the power of prayer. And all prayers go and accomplish what they're supposed to. Um, I'm not, it's not my place to judge anybody else's faith or anything like that. But but I think prayer is so, so important. It's such a big part of that trying being mm-hmm. spiritual side of health um, that that's another layer that's really been implemented in the clinic. So if you ever have any prayer requests and you even want to call, you know, the front desk and just give them to Debbie, I promise you with every ounce of sincerity in me that I will be praying on Friday. There you go. And uh, one thing my late father used to always say, uh, he was a minister and a teacher. Uh, and one thing he always told me, he said, you know, lots of times people will just only do a um, structured prayer yeah. or, or one from a book or whatever. And he said, People need to realize you're having a conversation with God. Yes. One-on-one talk with God. Yes. Amen. Amen, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when you you came into uh, Franklin County, uh, you got involved with the uh, clinic uh, with Dr. Jerry Anderson, who also believed a lot. What a a great fit that was. It was. was And, and And then over time, got a chance to get your new location. You've been blessed in a big way. We really have, you know, and it's just, um, you know, so much of the, again, the heartbeat of this stuff is uh, the Lord, I, feel, I really feel like he's just blessed us more and more to because he knows we're going to be good stewards and he mm-hmm. knows we're going to use these things to um, to bless other people and to be a blessing to our patients. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, one of the things that I'm really praying for right now, speaking of prayer, is that, you know, God will bring me the, the right helpers that I need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I need another chiropractor. I need some I need some help so we can. Uh, help more patients and serve more people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really been neat to see the way we've just been blessed and how we've eventually landed in this new location mm-hmm. and the way all the pieces have come together and the way the clinic has evolved and the types of patients that we see now. And it's just, it's it's really neat to to see all these things come together. We, we've got to mention your help, mate. we got to talk oh, about yes. your wife. Oh, absolutely. Because when, when I first met her, she and I had so much in common. She uh, was a workaholic like I always was. Uh, she was going and going and going on caffeinated drinks and all that stuff. She meets you. She discovers chiropractic, and it makes a huge difference. It, well, well, what a great testimony right there. It really was. It was neat. Um, 
you know, and in many instances, I just told Melissa, hey, just do your own research. You know, I would kind of introduce her to things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more she would kind of research and really look into these things on her own, the more it confirmed what we were saying and just how chiropractic works and how health works. And mm-hmm. one of the things that's neat about chiropractic that I've always really appreciated and honestly, natural health care is it's like the the deeper you dig into it, mm-hmm. the more you love it and the yeah. more you appreciate it and the more it confirms itself. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes there's a lot of, you know, different practices in, in healthcare, especially when it comes to like pharmaceutical drugs and stuff, mm-hmm. that if you, the, di- the deeper you dig into it, the worse it looks. Um, but that's always been a kind of an interesting contrast. And I'm, I'm, you know, thank God for good drugs and surgeries and those things when you need them. Mm-hmm. Um, but so much of it, I just think it's always so interesting to look at the fact that, you know, we, nobody spends more on healthcare than the U.S. of A. Yeah. And we rank dead last among developed countries in terms of our overall health when it, uh, com- ironic <laughs> when it comes to obesity ironic and that? diabetes and cancer and mm-hmm. heart disease. And um, so something's something's off there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the more you kind of dig into that, I guess, mainstream model, the more obvious it is why we're not getting the results where uh, we're, we would hope for mm-hmm. and, and how much just money is is in play with these mm-hmm. things. Um, well, and, and the thing is, we had we had we have had such a terrible time with the uh, opioid crisis and everything, and we have seen what happens when you spend all of your effort trying to mask the symptom uh, by uh, artificial means along that line. When they could come to you, let you do your thing, and find the cause of their pain. And go go and take care of the cause and really get get a curative effect. Yeah, yeah, it's um, you know, you got to get to the root cause. Um, honestly, that's something that the Holy Spirit's really teaching me from a prayer standpoint. I know we were talking about that before, but mm-hmm. you know, Holy Spirit, go to the root of this mm-hmm. or show us what the root of this issue is. You know, how can we pray against this or uh, what's the what's the real root cause what's the core a lot of mm-hmm. times he'll show us you know what's what's the core of this mm-hmm. but that's just such a powerful i think mindset overall let's get to the root cause let's get to the core of the issue versus just masking symptoms um things like pain and other symptoms let's let's figure out what was driving it in the first place so mm-hmm. that the patient can be fully and completely healed so a a person is listening and they're thinking maybe chiropractic is for me What's going to happen when they come in for their very first visit? Well, when they come in, you know, that's when we really try to take the time to understand where the patient's coming from, understand the the issue that they're they're dealing with and what those root causes are. Um, we want to understand, you know, what makes it better, what makes it worse. Mm-hmm. We want to know what their goals are. You know, what's your goal with this? What would you really just love to see, uh, you know, better? If you've got 10 issues and you know, it, it might take some time to clean up all 10, but what's mm-hmm. your what's your primary goal? What do you want to focus on first? Um, but we really just try to take the time to, under, you know, meet the patient where they're at and, and understand their individual circumstances and try to understand, you know, what the best treatment options for them as an individual. Mm-hmm. And if that means we can handle everything in our office, great. If that means we need to co-manage with another office or another doctor, whether it's a medical doctor or a chiropractor or a uh, natural medicine doctor or what a, a trainer, whoever, mm-hmm. um, or do we need to refer, you know, are, are we not the right fit? Is there a better fit? Um, because that's, again, that's the, 
that's the end game is we just want to get the patient where they need to be so they can get the help they need. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm bouncing all over the place, but kind of going back to, you know, the concept of like church and what church people go to. You know, you can imagine a lot of patients will ask me, you know, what church do you go to? And they'll, you know, they recognize that my faith is really important and they're mm-hmm. curious. And, of course, I tell them and, and we would love to have them come, but also try to be intentional about making sure people understand that the most important thing is for everybody to go to the church they're supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. If everybody will do that, the rest will work out. Mm-hmm. The most important thing for patients is for them to get the care that they need and they're supposed to have, whether we're a part of the equation or not. We just want to see people get to where they need to be so they can receive the care they need and the, the healing they deserve. And one last question before uh, closing comments. Yeah. Um, is there a, a better chance for success for the chiropractic patient if she or if he or she comes into it with an open mind yes. and is willing to listen and work with you and not only come in for an initial couple of appointments, but make it a part of their lifestyle with regular adjustments? Yes. Yeah. It's And your closing comments. Yes. No, it, it makes a huge difference to come in open minded. Um, and then there is a maintenance wellness component that's really important. You know, I like to tell people as good as we are at fixing things, we're even better at prevention. <clears throat> and prevention is huge, whether it's with a vehicle, whether it's with your home, whether it's with your health. To take preventative measures to change the oil and to rotate the tires and to change the filters and just all those things versus wait until the engine blows is just a much better way to go. So, again, I encourage people to understand that, you know, most of the time we can help in the, in the vast majority of cases. But as good as we are at fixing those those things initially, we're even better at prevention. Um, and prevention will save people time, money, heartache, all those things. It just makes sense for all involved. So we really try to encourage people to transition into that wellness preventative approach after we get their, their initial issues under control. But with that, we'll go ahead and close out. Once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health, available five days a week, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to be seen on a Monday or Friday, we can see you at the Winchester office. If you'd like to be seen on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, we can see you at the Manchester office. You can reach us at area code 931-967-6308. Again, that's area code 931-967-6308. Also, I want to encourage you to like us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash ultimatechiropractic. And if, uh, also go to our website at www.ultimatehealthtn.com. If you'll go to our website and click on the UH Podcast tab, you can find this show and other shows um, all just designed to empower you and to really help educate you and, and help you achieve that, that health that you're really looking for and you deserve. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you at 7 a.m. Monday of next week.